All right, welcome back, everybody. This is Scott Matthews here with the one and only OSB Sports Podcast Show. We got a huge show today, and I'm joined by both my co-hosts, Mr. Tommy D from OSB and Teddy Brooks from the Sports Profits. What's, What's up, up, guys? Well, listen, this is it, man. First week of football, full board here starting Thursday. Uh, been doing well in baseball. So I'm excited. You got to be excited. I'm excited about it. What's your thoughts, Ted? We're here. We got football right here around the corner. Every, a lot of buzz out there right now. Scotty, I'm fired up. Doing well in baseball. Don't want to forget about baseball. Don't want to treat it like the redheaded stepchild, but I'm fired up for football to start. First full week. Even if we're not betting big on these preseason games, they're nice to sit down and watch. No doubt about it. And, you know, baseball is down to like the final 50 games of the season. But football takes precedence, obviously, this time of the year. You know, guys, there's some interesting <clears throat> topics out there, and I'm sure you've uh, been checking it out like me. What about what's going on, Tommy, with this betting scandals now with these college kids? I mean, uh, you heard it like I heard it. All these guys from Iowa finding ways to get down on these games. A little wild, isn't it? Hey, listen, if you've been watching our show, we've been talking about this uh, since the beginning. This is gonna. This is a tsunami. All right, and uh, the colleges got in bed with some books, sports books. It's mainstream. Yeah, you had a bunch of athletes in Iowa, Iowa State, uh, basketball players, football players, baseball players, wrestlers, uh, betting through DraftKings, betting on Iowa sports. One kid had his mother open an account. I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on now, uh, you know. And what's I, I, next, right? Well, listen, I, I think this is a problem. I think this is going to be a major problem. I think the colleges, uh, the universities, they're, they're, they're shaking in their boots right now. And, uh, you know, I don't think there's an answer what, how to control it. But this is something you really got to look at right now because it's, it's out there. Listen, Teddy, they had, they had to think that there was going to be an issue, I'm sure, somehow, some way down the line with kids finding ways to bet on these games. W what's your thoughts on this uh, topic? It oh, is pretty uh, I, interesting. I have, a, I have a lot of thoughts on this topic. So first of all, I don't necessarily think it's as big of a problem as Tommy thinks it is. I, I think it's something that's always been going on. Right. What I think that's happening now is you have these legal sports books that can track it better so it's shining a light on it but it's always been going on these legal sports books they can track you to within three feet of where you are when you are making a bet and that's why we're going to see more and more about it and it's not just college it's in the nfl also um multiple players for the titans the colts being suspended last year calvin ridley missing the whole year because he was betting on games i, I think i think it needs to be controlled you don't want the outcome, and this is the most important part. You don't want players manipulating the outcome of a game oh. to make well, money. That's well, the that's where the issue lies. Well, that's what the leagues were so petrified of. Roger Goodell, remember years ago, he didn't want the integrity of the game ruined by gambling. So that's why he was so st taking the fence to stay back off sports betting. But, yeah, I, I agree with you more so than Tommy. I, I don't think it's going to be such a – uh, a widespread, crazy kind of thing. Because let's face it, people were betting years and years ago, except they were doing it illegally with a bookie. Yeah. But it was always going on. Real quick, NFL has six rules regarding betting. So you can't bet on the NFL if you're in the NFL, number one. You can't gamble at a team facility, traveling on the road, hotel. 
You can't have someone bet for you. You can't share inside information. You can't enter a sports book during the season, and you can't play daily fantasy. So technically, an NFL player in the privacy of his own home is still allowed to bet on baseball, right? Technically, that he's allowed to do. College is a little bit different. When you're in college, if you're a college athlete, you're not allowed to bet on anything at all. And most of them are under 21. So technically, they're betting illegally. Like they said, this one kid had his mother open an account. You'd figure he could find someone else other than his mother. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, these college kids don't make much money, if any. And uh, can they be compromised now? Uh, Yes, it always has gone on. We, We all know that. But I think now, it's since it's mainstream, some people might just say, what the hell, I could bet a game. And I think it's something you're going to definitely have to watch out for in the future. You know, guys, we could go on and on and on on this, especially uh, Teddy, I, Tommy, myself on this. But go ahead. I have one more thing to say. I sure. know you want to get to these games, but I have one more thing to say. Hot take, Teddy, hot take. They should worry just as much about senators and representatives in Congress playing the stock market as they are going to be about athletes betting on sports because that's where the real issue is. So they're going to Congress saying, hey, make some rules to prevent athletes betting on sports. But, hey, you got you got Congress, people in Congress beating Warren Buffett on a year-to-year return in the stock market. Why is that? Because they have inside information. So 100%, 100%. let's not be hypocrites either here. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, there's a lot of things going on, even with the cryptocurrency world. I mean, everything's a manipulation at the end of the day. But, guys, listen, it's football season. I know I'm jacked up. I know you guys are jacked up. So let's get right into it. We got a full slate of games this week from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Full board of games. I want to start with you, Tommy, and uh, get your opinion on who you feel are the top plays this week to help the audience get that betting edge. Well, let me just say a few things. Traditionally, people shy away from preseason football. Like, just the word preseason, people get a little nervous. But let me tell you, there's opportunity this time of the year, and I do speak to a lot of sharp professional bettors. They love preseason, all right, because they could find out how long a certain players might be playing, what coaches just might not be looking to win the game. So they look at it where there's opportunity. They bet numbers. And uh, I think there's opportunity. There's one game that I'm looking at on Thursday, uh, Patriots-Texans. Now, both teams last year, the Texans obviously had a lousy season. Uh, Patriots are a a two-and-a-half-point underdog at home in Foxborough. You know, I'm going to go with experience here. Belichick, you can love him or hate him. He's been there before. He knows how to win games. Um, I'm going to take the points here with the Pats. Uh, you got Bill O'Brien back, offensive coordinator here. And I think they're up in Foxborough. I think they're going to come out and try to win this game. And if you can grab two and a half points at home in early August, why not take it? Um, Houston, this was horrible last year. I think they're still trying to figure out what the hell they're going to be doing. So my play for Thursday night, I'm taking the Pats plus the two and a half at home to cover. Before I go to Teddy, is that a sentimental play just for Bill Belichick, or you really no, feel? No, I it? mean I'm I'm not from the, I'm you're you're actually from New England. Yes, I'm I not. Am. I'm a New Yorker. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, no, I just hey, I'm going with experience there. And I just think he's, he, he, he's, he, he comes in every game prepared. Okay. I'll take the two and a half. 
Teddy, you have anything on that game, or you have something uh, else you're looking uh, at? I, I do. I, I have a couple notes on that game. So, you know, you have Mac Jones, you have Bailey Zappi uh, as the top two quarterbacks there, and there's kind of a battle going on right right now on who's going to start for them. You have a new offensive coordinator in Bill O'Brien. What they're saying is that he's going to make the offense a lot more complex, a lot more running a lot more motions, and you have um, you have um, you have Bill Belichick, sixty-two and a half percent preseason. So I'm with Tommy on that, and you have a first-year head coach, right on the other side of the ball in uh, D'Amico Ryan's. He was the defensive coordinator for the 49ers. Great defensive coordinator. That yes, great he defense. was. Um, the only thing that scares me about this game, a couple things. So, you know, the Texans obviously drafted C.J. Stroud. They have Case Keenum as their third string. And if, if, if you guys were watching last week, I talked about those third string quarterbacks and how you got to look at them in these preseason games because they're going to get that playing time. So Case Keenum can put up some decent numbers, I think. He has some experience. He's had some regular season starts. Been in the league for a long time. Uh, I, I lean pats on this one. I wouldn't put big money on it because that two and a half does look a little trap, look a little bit of a trap line, a little bit weird. What do you think, Scotty? Well, I'll tell you, I didn't see anything on the Thursday night card that really uh, turned me on in any way, shape, or form. So I'm going to take a pass on the games for Thursday. But I am definitely locked in on some stuff on Friday. But I want to kick it back to Tommy because I know he's jacked up about a game on Friday. And I want everyone to hear his opinion on this game. Uh, what's your take on the Friday night slate? I'm looking at the hometown boys down here, Miami Dolphins, playing down in Hard Rock. I mean, the Dolphins uh, somewhat disappointing in the playoffs last year. Um, Falcons are not did not have to have a good season last year. And uh, I think both teams are going to basically be feeling each other out. I think both teams are testing their offense, their defense. So what I'm going to be doing here, I can't tell you who's going to cover as far as the point spread. I'm looking for an under here. I just see. What's oh, the total, please? It's 36 and a half right now. I don't see a lot of points being put up here. I think the Dolphins are going to come out. They're, they're not going to be playing many of their starters, if any. Uh, Falcons also are not going to be playing really anyone to speak of. I'm looking at a low-scoring uh, low event here down here in Miami at Hard Rock Stadium. Okay. Well, you, let's hope some rain comes into play and that uh, field is a little sloppy because it's been raining down in Florida every day that, 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 in July that, and part of August that, that, already. That's an excellent uh, observation there. Okay. Uh, Teddy, anything on Friday? That's Friday. Friday, we got the Friday Browns. Friday fun day. We got the Browns over the Commanders. I mean, you look at Ron Rivera. He's notoriously bad in the preseason. 21-21 and 21 overall, but 1-5 in the last two years post-COVID era. When you look at the preseason, you always got to look post-COVID because it really changed the structure of the um, preseason. And Browns coach Kevin Stefanski is, I think, 5-2 and two in the preseason right now. And if you watched that Jets game last week, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, he's, I think, the third-string quarterback for the Browns. He put up rookie. He looked he, great. He put up numbers, 72% completion, 8 of 10. 82 yards, or 8 of 11, actually. 82 yards and a touchdown, a 124 quarterback rating. I think they're going to play him more this week yep. to really see what they have in him. And, uh, you know, I'm going with the Browns on Friday. Any other play on Friday you guys like? 
Because I, I have a couple I really like. Go ahead. Let's, Let's hear, hear it. it. Let's hear it. Well, I looked at these games real closely, and you got Pittsburgh playing Tampa Bay. Obviously, both of these teams are going to be looking at a lot of players. I wouldn't be surprised if 80 or more players come into this game between the first quarter and the fourth quarter. I like the Steelers in this game at plus one against Tampa Bay. I just got a good vibe on the game. I like the number on this game. And I think even with Tampa Bay having, you know, rotating those quarterbacks with Baker Mayfield and all, I think they're going to run into a little defensive struggle in, in the second, third, and fourth quarters. So I'm liking Pittsburgh as a, and I don't even want to call it a live dog because plus one, they're actually the favorite if you take the home bias away. Normally it's a three-point three high bonus. So I'm going to jump on Pittsburgh and that game plus the one. I think that's uh, some value there. And another game that really hits me strong, if you listen to Sean Payton, guys, I don't know if you uh, caught his interviews this week, but he was uh, saying he's going to be looking at a lot of players. He, he's not resting anyone, basically, which is kind of Russian roulette, if you think about it, because he's even going to play Russell Wilson, I'm hearing. I don't know how long. But I like Denver. I think they're going to blow out Arizona. I think this Arizona team is kind of stale. I mean, last year they ended terrible. I, I think they're going to be looking at a lot of players. I think Denver's going to take advantage of this game and probably score a lot of points in this game and win this game and cover that four and a half to five. So I like Denver a lot. And I mentioned Denver a few shows ago. I think it's going to be a surprising team this year. So I like Pittsburgh and Denver on Friday. Yes, yeah, Scotty, I like what you did there. And guys that are watching, guys, gals, everyone that's watching, this is why you want this, this expert information like we have here from Scotty Matthews. He's paying attention to what the coaches are saying during the preseason. Regular season, everybody wants to win. Everyone's going to do everything they can to win, but pay attention to what the coaches are saying during the preseason because that's going to give a big tell on how hard they're going to push to try to win that game. And if you don't have the time to pay attention, you got someone here like Scotty paying the attention to these interviews for you. So I like that. You one bring up an excellent point. Find me a regular season game in the NFL where a coach is going to map out his game plan. Right. They don't say anything. Well, and, and actually, in preseason, they will have press conferences and they're going to say, I'm not doing this. I'm going to do this. That That's why a lot of sharp guys look at preseason because they feel there's a lot of information out there. And the line sometimes does not dictate that. There's one game that I'm looking at. On Saturday, I think it's a marquee matchup, Eagles-Ravens. And it happens to be the biggest line, I think, on the board, six points. That's rare to get a six-point uh, point spread in week yeah, one. Yeah, very high for preseason. I, I, I can't figure it out. The Ravens are favored by six, totals 37. They're playing in Philly. All right? These teams don't like each other. I mean, basically, to get to the point, I'm taking the Eagles plus the six here. I mean, both teams have returning players. I just can't understand it. I don't know why they're giving the Eagles six at home. Most lines are one, two, three this week. So as far as my best play for this week, it's the Eagles plus the six over the Ravens. That's what Saturday. I was going to ask. What, what, yeah. what do you, Ted, let me ask you, what do, what do you feel is the best bet of these four, four days of football this week? What, what are you coming up with as your best play? Before I answer that question, I want to address something Tommy said here. Okay. Um, I think the answer is actually pretty easy why they're giving, why they're, you know, giving them It's because of John Harbaugh. Yeah, his record yep. is impeccable. Right. Well, Preseason record is impeccable. That's what I'm saying. I, I could we see. talked about it last yeah. week. Has he so. lost the game? <laughs> no, um, I don't think this guy's lost. He's won like 17 or something. In the last three seasons, he has not. Three or four seasons, he yeah. has not. Incredible. 
So I think that's why they're giving them that line. Um, as far I, I don't have a best bet. Uh, I have two more games that I like. I'll, I'll cover them really quick. I don't have a best bet per se. Okay. Um, but uh, Jets versus Panthers. You look at this Panthers team, they have seasoned depth at QB. Bryce Young, actually the, the least seasoned because backups, Andy Dalton and Matt Corral, these are guys that have played full seasons as NFL starters, full regular season. So I think with that depth, you do have the new head coach. That's a little bit shaky. But, you know, the Jets kind of showed their hand, their preseason hand, and, and they I, it doesn't look like they have it. They got shut down in the second half of that game last week. Um I don't know if Robert Sala really is gonna is gonna bring what he brought last season in the preseason, and 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 uh, good old Zachy boy the uh, the mother effer as they say, <laughs> he went three and five last week with sixty five yards. He, he wasn't bad though. He he wasn't he had great. Made a couple of nice yeah, passes. He, but he I was expecting a little bit more because I actually gave the Jets in that last game as a prediction, and I expected a little bit more from him. For me, he disappointed. I think with this depth with Andy Dalton, Matt Corral playing some time I think uh, I like the Panthers in that game and then in the Bears Titans game I'm looking at Matt Eberflus he's 3-0 and last year in his first year as a head coach in the preseason Vrabel is 6-8 and in the preseason but he did go 4-2 and the last two years but um you know the Titans are 0-4 when they're facing a top 10 defense so I like the Bears in that game I would have to say that my best game is either going to be the Panthers or the Browns, one of those two picks. Okay, sounds good. Anything else on uh, I'm, preseason I'm, football I'm, I'm this gonna, week, Tommy? I'm going to stick with those three. Just the recap under in the uh, Dolphin game. I'm taking the Pats plus the two and a half. I'm taking the Eagles plus six. We'll review it next week. I think I'll hit three and oh. You want to check me out on my Instagram page as well. Got a lot of daily baseball going at OSB underscore sports. Um, but we're going to concentrate on some NFL the next few days. Is there a harder-working guy than you in this business? I see your videos everywhere. I think you've got so many I, videos. You should. I'm, 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 I'm doing massive content, trying to be the content king, All and right. uh, I think it's early, it's early uh, days right now, but you got to get out there. i got to ask Teddy because I know Teddy got a lot on his mind, and that's what I like about Teddy. Any other things you want to talk about this week that surprised you in any sports, anything else? You know, I was watching the Yankees game last night just to lighten it up a little. And if you saw Bob Boone imitating before he got tossed, he got tossed for the sixth time this year on a game. I don't think there's anyone more stressed out than Bob Boone right now as, as, a, as a head coach in baseball. But he got tossed last night, and he was jaw-to-jaw with that umpire. And it was pretty funny. I don't know if you guys got a chance to watch that, but uh. I haven't seen it yet. But you know, one thing I'll say, man these these baseball umpires they they seem to really have a stick up their ass sometimes, uh, especially compared to to other sports. And they, you know, they don't let anything fly. They're just like real strict. Uh, it, it, it let them have a little bit more fun, I guess. You know, you want baseball viewership notoriously over the last few decades is down, right? So. Let, let the coaches show a little emotion. Let the players show a little emotion. It's different if they're giving them right hooks and knocking them out at second base. I'm sure you guys yeah, saw that. that was nice. That's a different story. <laughs> that was WWE right there. Yeah, I mean, that's a different <laughs> story. But but let these guys show a little bit of emotion. Don't be so quick to eject them. And that that's what I think about that. I, I think that, you know, overall in baseball right now, just to go, oh, by the way, Yuri Perez is back. So 
my first time on this show, I was talking about Yuri Perez. They pulled him back to the minors for pitch count management, load management, all that stuff. They put him back in yesterday, and he really blew it. And I had some big money on him, so that hurt a little bit. But overall, um, if I, I, you inspired me, Scotty. You Last time we met, we were here. It was like two weeks ago. Yep. You had a big streak going, and I said, you know what? I got I to gotta match that streak. Or maybe I heard you crushing it. 17 and 3 if you wow. guys have been watching 17 and 3 in the last 20 games and here's the coolest part about it you know guys in our business sometimes people from the outside look and say oh these guys are getting paid just to make sports predictions oh that, that, that's that's not that's not that's not hard that 17 and 3 and I had a player reach out to me via Instagram uh last week a week ago before we re- we were only at like 13 and 3 at that point and he said that he was up thousands of dollars on these games, and he's actually been playing my games since the beginning of the year, but he was going a little bit lighter back then. But it's really cool. Like, Scotty, you were just saying, Tommy has so many videos, and people really do watch those videos and take advantage, so it's nice when you actually speak to someone that takes advantage of your content and actually turns it into some some pocket change for themselves. Or in the case of this guy, he's now up 15000 on that 17-3. and three. That's really cool to see. Well, for me, it, it's showing the hard work we're doing. People are listening to it, and and I, you know, I I appreciate that. You know that I'm putting something out there. I'm getting compliments from people out there. Listen, you're always going to get your haters. You, mm. look, you know, they catch you at the wrong time. You go through a little bad run. You know, it is what it is. But the guys that stick with you, you know it. Tommy knows it as well. You know, they they they, they, they like what we do. They, they enjoy the videos, and uh, they like the consistency of what we bring to the table. Yeah, and it's all documented. It's, it's, it's posted before the game goes off. It's right there. There's no uh, – you can't dispute the record. Right. And uh, that's an impressive role you got there, Teddy. I have to say that much. It's funny. Scotty talks about the haters. I have people online who, even in this type of stretch, you don't see them on the 17 winners – but on those three losers, oh, forget about you it. know they're commenting. Oh yeah, they'll comment loss. Uh, yeah. That that one didn't age well. You killed me. It's so yeah, you killed me. <laughs> I lost all my money. Right. And it's like, dude, d- you know, if you're gonna comment on the losses, get, get, that's cool. Get, get a life, basically. Yeah, well, Give us a little credit yeah. for the wins, guys. If Come you're on gonna now. comment on the losses, right. that's great. But comment on the wins too. So yeah, I mean, you're always gonna have your haters, no matter what you're doing. Look at Jake Paul. Right. Oh, God, was that a fiasco the other night? Jake Paul has a chain this big that says, fuck Jake Paul, because that's what people chant when he's coming out to the ring. So he turned it into a, a jewelry piece and got a jewelry, uh, a, a, a chain made that says that. So, I mean, that guy, what he's done, whether you like him or hate him, what he's done, and we're people that make videos, obviously a little bit of a different type of content, our content's not evergreen after a day. Our content's done. There's no use for it. But what what he's done, I don't care if you like him or hate him. It's impressive. But there's still millions of people that hate him. You're always going to have your haters on social media, no matter how Between you Between him it. and his brother. I mean, his brother's yeah, in yeah. the wrestling. His brother, you know, it's funny. Uh, the other night, his brother won in the WWE and the SummerSlam. And then he flew from the match there to make it in time for his fight. In Texas, so both Paul's brothers were all jacked up, obviously, because they both won that night. So pretty good, uh, pretty good night for the Paul family, as they say. 
Hey, Teddy, where can uh, where can the audience find you? Because I know that you know with this seventeen to three run, everyone in the world, maybe I'll even look for you. Uh, <laughs> wants to find you, so uh, can you tell us where they can get these uh, great winners? Yeah, so I post all of the reels on at the underscore profits underscore pick on Instagram. Um, youtube.com slash at the sports profits you got and it's not just me it's my partner in crime billy the beard he's been posting videos i got him to start posting videos this year he's part of that 17 and 3 run so that 17 and 3 it's not just my games it's my games and his games combined okay so he's part of that run also and then of course uh tiktok sports profits i i tiktok i'm still getting used to it's still new to me uh i get post a video and then I go on two hours later and the video's not there so I'm still getting used to TikTok. You're the you're the TikTok king, Scotty. The TikTok king. That's it. It's been great. It's been good. And you know what? We were on a nice run. Uh, right now currently 16 and 6 on our last 22 free plays. So that's uh, some outstanding numbers that we're doing. Now, Big Kahuna, where can the audience find you? Because you're out there where, where, putting these videos where, out all the time. Where can't they find me? But True. My, my, my main site, onlinesportsbet.com, and real interesting, I'll throw this out there. We just put up an odds comparison feed, and it's a real interesting tool. It has about eight books, all the different odd props, everything soup to nuts. So check us out, onlinesportsbet.com. My Instagram, we just cracked over 10,000, get a lot of positive uh, comments daily, OSB underscore sports. And our YouTube, we put out 10 videos nightly, we cover basically all baseball now. We're going to be doing football, OSB-sports. By the way, that comment you made, I was out the other night with my wife. We went to a movie, and before the previews of the movie, your videos were coming up hey, with the free listen. picks, so you are everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what's going on, but my wife was like, wait a minute, isn't that Tommy? And yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Jesus, it's there getting all go. over the world yeah. now. All right, guys, we had a great show. Definitely. I'm with two of the best there is hey. out there. And uh, just follow us each and every week. That's the best advice I could give you because we're going to get deeper and deeper into this each and every week with football right around the corner. Follow the podcast and all the uh, podcast platforms that are out there. And all I could say is be ready for a great football season and the end of the baseball season, and we'll see you next week.